0: Welcome to another episode of Not Your oh, Average oh. Netizens. It's another week of K pop news and views, and we are here to dissect it all. I am Ash, and I am joined by my two lovely co podcasters, Jimin. Hi, guys. And Nat. Hello. And we have a very special guest revisiting us today. It is Billboard journalist and prolific k-pop writer tamar herman and um first i want to congratulate tamar on her book about bts blood sweat and tears Uh, August 11th
1: you can pre-order it when you pre-order um jessica's new book coming out later this year as well you can pre-order tamar's book along with it i'm sure that will get you some free shipping (laughs) free shipping is the best thing in the world and usually you have to buy a certain amount so you have a book about
2: bts and you have a book by jessica jung please pre-order tomorrow's book you won't regret it go do it now
1: jeven are you um
3: it's so scary because i've never written i haven't nobody's read my book except like my editor and it's the scariest thing in my entire life as a journalist. Like I usually write like, you know, a thousand word pieces and if people don't like it, okay, whatever it goes away, but this is a book and I'm like so terrified that everyone's going to hate it, but it's really good. And I really liked it. So I hope that people will enjoy it. Yeah. It so, great to write. Um, so yeah, so it's not like, you know, it's not like a journalistic heavy book. Like the book is you know, pretty much um, aimed at fans, not necessarily like musicologists and stuff. Uh, so it's a three part book. That's why I named it after Bliss, Sweat, and Tears, and also because it is the best BTS music video uh, by far. And so each section, Blood is like the, a brief history of BTS. Uh, Sweat is a brief um, like analysis of their music. And uh, Tears is based uh, like a few essays I wrote about different topics about them. And I spoke to Marie Stein about um, the, the uh, Map of the Soul era. Uh, there are a few other interviews that my editor decided took like the focus away from the music. So even though I really liked them, uh, editors are still going to edit, unfortunately. <laughs> so I'm pretty bummed about those. So I'm not going to say who they were, but there were some really cool people on them. Um, so it's, it's like a book for people who kind of um, want to think uh like, learn more and and think a little bit critically about like why you know they did like people love them so much and like why, and their career. But it's not, you know, I, I like didn't sit down, you know, with twenty thousand army and all the seven members of BTS and everyone a big hit. So it's not like a reported book, which would be which would be my life's goal to do would be so wonderful. Um, but but, yeah, big hit doesn't really seem inclined to do that. So that's not happening anytime soon. But like one can hope. one can hope. That's like my dream in my life is to write that book, but someday, someday. But yeah, it's like any, it's a music bio. So I hope people like it.
2: We're looking forward to it. And congratulations, tomorrow on just starting this journey. We're really excited to see it.
0: Thank you. Okay, let's go into what we've been listening to lately Um, as far as K-pop music and regular music. Obviously with the quarantine, we have plenty of time to kind of go through our YouTube playlist and listen to, you know, different stuff. So does anyone want to go first?
1: I'll go first. So I've been listening to the new album, Rina, from Rina Sa- Sawayama, and it is so good. Like, so good. every song is just, like, pop perfection. And there's songs that remind me of, like, old stadium, sort of, like... A 80s pop hits, sort of like with the gem in the hologram feel. Some of the songs just remind me of like being in my early 20s. She doesn't have like a lot of albums from what I can see. Because I've been, I have been going back and sort of just like listening to some of her EPs and singles and things like that.
3: full cool album right yeah
1: okay uh yeah so uh her, her mm-hmm. first album and the album's called Rena. so R-I-N-A and yeah I've just been listening to so many of the songs like Bad Friend is one of my favorite Paradising is so good like Dance Around Your Room fantastic um and I've been listening to that I've been listening to <laughs> The Weeknd <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, after hours, you know Frater. what? It kind of reminds me of his early stuff. So I think that's why. But it's like fresher takes on his new stuff, on his old stuff, I met. It's not like. I'm depressed. I want to slip my wrists. Let's do some weed. And actually, I've been listening to a lot of Maya lately. I don't know. Maya? Maya, Maya? Maya Yes! Fear Fear of Flying is honestly one of the best albums ever created. It is. Really? Marmalade Maya? Yes!
0: She was so underrated.
1: Have you never listened to her? Like, her debut album, Maya 2, with Moving On and My First Time With You and Oh, what were the other songs on the album my but love like, is like whoa my love is like whoa that's such a fantastic song but yes. fair and actually like it had case of the x it had um mm-hmm. what was that song that she had um with uh jada kiss best of me and then the best of me remix
2: with G- jada kiss that's a name i haven't heard in a while
1: uh yeah, Jade Kiss is great. Um, but I've been listening to like Maya and then because of the whole Teddy Riley and babyface thing, I've just been listening to a lot of like Whitney and Tony Braxton, things like that. Cause uh, Tony Braxton Secrets is pretty much my favorite album of all time. I listen to that thing still religiously <laughs> so uh, but yeah that's sort of what i've and i've been following this like throwback r&b twitter page and they've just been knocking out hit after hit after hit so i've been listening to like whatever they've been dropping so yeah in terms of k-pop um, I've been watching, I haven't been listening to any albums per se. I think it's just more music videos. Like, I'll just put YouTube on in the background and it'll make up a mix for me. And it's like NCT now is <laughs> on it a lot for some weird reason. Um, probably because I listen to Wavy all the time. And then there's also uh Got Seven is on it a lot, Twice is on it a lot, um Big Bang, Girls Generation, Dreamcatcher, Oh My Girl. So just like a really healthy mix of singles and like um, popular songs, I guess, more so than anything else. And the new Pink is a stunner, so
2: yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Um, I'll go next. But, um, so I have been revising my workout playlist, and today I worked out to Dream in a Dream, which is a song released by 10 that has like five words. It's a good song, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and 10, mm-hmm. NCT 10, Wavy 10, Super M, you know, um, I also I've been listening into the Neozone a lot. It's a good album. I know you have your reservations, Ash and Nat, but please, uh, if you're an in-citizen and you watch and you listen to our podcast, please at us, at Nat, tell her that she needs to listen to Neozone because it's a really good album. It's such a good album.
3: <laughs> <laughs> such a good album.
2: Yes, you and it it, it it is quite literally, I don't want to say it's the antithesis of like, some of their most recent title tracks, but it is very different. Like it's more vibey than it is, you know, like this, you know, stadium production that you get hyped to, you know? So I don't know. I've been listening to that and I put love me now on my workout playlist, but I've also been listening to not alone because it's so cute. Um, Body talk by red velvet. You already know that's on my workout playlist. Um, And (laughs) because, and because of Jungkook, darn you jungkook i'm i'm real tired of your antics i'm real tired of you putting all these songs in your gcfs putting all of these songs doing all these covers these songs that i didn't even know existed or didn't even like in the first place or by artists that i wholly disagree with but somehow you make it sound good because of jungkook i've been listening to this song called to you which is allegedly a justin bieber song even though to me it's a jungkook song um that's really it though I can't think of anything else. I mean, besides like my old school music that you guys don't really probably care about Motown music and stuff like that, which is timeless, I think, and perfect. Uh, But I don't know, maybe certain people of a certain age might not really be familiar with it. That's really what I've been listening to. What about you guys?
3: I mostly listen to K-pop all day long. So uh, it's mostly going to be that, although I do Love some good Motown. Um, I, I didn't realize I was coming out of a controversial podcast when I was about to say this, uh, but I really do like Kong Daniel and Ong, Ong Sung solo albums, uh, Cyan for Daniel and Ong Sung Layers. They're both really good EPs. And if you put them on a playlist together and like m- shuffle it, it's really good. I'm just really impressed by both those albums. So if you haven't heard them, go take a listen. Like, I just think they're nice solo albums. They're not like, you know, groundbreaking, but they're really enjoyable to listen to. And I think it's, it bodes really well for both artists who I was kind of nervous about. Um, I was going to say Neozone, yeah. but we already hyped that up already. Uh, <laughs> uh I have been listening to, I was going to say the Rina Soayama album also, but I've been listening to kind of like, you reminded me, it's not the same, but it's similar. Like, uh, Yeji's What We Drew. So Yeji is a, a Korean artist based out of New York and she's like a, a really cool DJ and producer. And so this is her first like uh, lengthier album. And it's really, really, really good. So like it's a little bit more dance vibey than Rina's, you know, pop one, but I've been seeing some conversations about both of their, you know, um, identities as like Rina's Japanese and Yeji's Korean and how they're both uh, taking, you know, their influences from like their, like, families, cultures, and like their lives in New York and England. It's been some really good interviews for both of them. So I don't know, I just really liked that album. Um that's pretty much it. I just other than like the albums we've already discussed, like, I don't know. I just a lot of music. Uh I've been listening to Neozone. I can't stop talking about how much I've been listening to Neozone. It's just such a good album. Like I don't really I really like NCT songs. I really don't like Kick It as a single. Like I think it has moments I really like, but I don't like it as a whole. Because I just kind of don't get the chorus. The rest of the song is totally fine and really great, but I like it's not like regular where I'm like actually like, oh, you're so cute. Like Kick It's fine. It's not like I don't like the Bruce Lee thing. I think there's some weird elements to the bruce lee thing and i mean it's a fine single i just it's not my type of single but the rest of the album is so good it doesn't matter that i don't care about the single like the album is so good it's such a good album sm does the best lps like i think or maybe not the best other k-pop acts do good full-length albums also but that's my rant listen to sm entertainment's full-length albums otherwise you're not enjoying artists to their fullest
2: Who's really out here doing it like SM for real? I mean, I'm not speaking for tomorrow, guys. This is just my total opinion. I'm just saying nobody's out here doing it like them.
1: (laughs) I mean,
3: I was really surprised when Big Hit put out Tomorrow By Together, a full length album so early in their career. And I was really happy to see that they were doing that because it was just like,
1: yes, full length
3: albums are the way to go. Like, who is like SF9? had like 10 eps and pentagon also they all have so many mini albums and it's just like can you put out a full-length album because there is a reason why full-length albums feel fuller that's why they're called a full-length album <laughs> okay. pentagon's new album there if you guys have listened to that is it? Uh, oh yeah well,
2: doctor, the doctor that's the it does it have the Black doctor does it have the? Is that the? Is this? Oh, album? Dr. David. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Universe All right. The
0: song that was stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah the album is
3: so good. Universe, the Black Hole. It's one of my favorite albums. Of the year. like, it's such a good album, and I honestly did not expect it from Pentagon because I I was just like, oh, Pentagon, their stuff's nice, it's good. I like see them, but okay. And it's such a good album, like, really. If you haven't checked it out yet, Universe, what is it? <laughs> the Universe. What I remember the whole thing. Universe, the black hole. I think it's a it's a weird title. I I cannot remember it. But yeah, Pentagon's new album very good.
0: Okay, for me, I've been listening to a lot of um, like R and B divas. So like, yeah, I've been like feeling like listening to like singers with big voices and everything. So I've been listening to Whitney, Mariah, Shaka Khan. Um, Mary J. Blige like that whole kind of like generation of women that were just you know bigger than life and like had ridiculously good voices Um, so that's what I've been listening to as far as like just western music and then for k-pop I've been kind of revisiting second gen or 1.5 gen And just listening to a lot of um, artists from that era. So, like um, a lot of stuff from Big Bang, Wonder Girls, Kara, um, Girls' Generation, In Black, uh, just um, a lot of music from that time period. That's when I first got into K pop. So, you know, a lot of it is kind of, you know, it's very has a good, gives me like, I have a good memory of that time. So yeah. So let's move on. Uh, there are quite a few comebacks for this um, coming up and ones that have already happened. Are there any, we watched some of them in our MV watch. Was there? Any, were there any additional comments about some of them, uh, we have Aping, Gravity with their debut, Day6, um, Got7, Solar, Chunga, Baekhyun, and NCT Dream.
2: Oh, and then- I mean, okay, so I just want to say that I, I'm really excited for NCT Dream's comeback. I know that we're going to talk about that in the topic, so I'm not going to go too in-depth in it. I'm just really excited for it. That I mean I didn't listen to you in village okay so sue me I'm sorry I didn't listen to it not that nothing you know what? wrong <laughs> I I just didn't listen to it. I don't I, you Dear know opinion, what you're no I'm not saying it's a bad a bad album or anything like that I don't think any of the I I actually heard Betcha um when he performed in Super M and he performed those songs and I I, I liked them I just never got around to listening to the album and I don't know why now that I think about it. But um, I will say that I am, Baekhyun starting to grow on me, like vocally. I always thought Dio um, was a more interesting vo- vocal, but Becky is really talented.
0: So... I feel she clearly has the best voice.
2: Like. No, I think I think technically, like he, he has like the tech, you know, the technique down. I just think that in terms of vocal tone, what I like, I like Dio. It's kind of like, I, you know, not I'm not comparing, but um, just for example, like with BTS, I think that Young has the most intriguing vocal tone. Young, I think it just, he has that really deep, like baritone that you don't really hear in K-pop. However, I'm never going to make the case that he's not he's the best singer in BTS because he's not. It's Jungkook by a mile, right? And that's how like you know how I feel about EXO, where I think that Do has like a really interesting tone that I really like, but. I, I can recognize that Baekhyun is like a really incredibly talented vocalist and I'm starting to get more into him. So yeah, needless to say, I will be looking forward to that. Got7 already kind of had their, you know, single or their title track. So I will be looking forward to that. And then Day6, I've been getting into Day6. I think people should get into Day6. <laughs> so, um, but I do want to ask, do you guys have any thoughts about like I know we have thoughts about Mama Moo in the past, but do you have any thoughts about like Solar, or do you have any thoughts about Chunga because of the whole situation that's happened with Chunga recently? Was it regarding like, her uh, comeback,
1: girl appropriation? Because I did see something about it, but I honestly wasn't really paying attention um, to the whole Chunga thing. I did she, see that.
3: Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, she wearing a bindi, so.
1: Uh, too good. Like like mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't
3: like a, a it wasn't like even like a Coachella jeweled one that's like clearly trying not to be one like it was it was the red dot Ooh. so and and people were saying some of the dance moves in the teaser and some other stuff so people really called her out the other teaser videos that they've released since then don't seem to have the same stuff so it's unclear about how much it's going to be but it's it's a it's not such a great look um at all but I mean. Uh, people got really intensely like argumentative about it more than usual. And I was kind of confused, but I think just people are at home. The argument kind of went farther than it usually mm. done, which is good. We should have these conversations about yeah. appropriation and stuff. Uh, but it, it was like, it got really violent, really fast on fans of Chunga and fans who were defending her and fans calling her out. And it, it was, I like had to mute her name for a certain point it was wow like stuff it was, i was pretty i've, I've been pretty shocked by the i mean like conversations are good uh telling people to like go get coronavirus because you're mad they're calling out someone for wearing a bindi less less good but the, her new teaser that dropped today is like lacks the same appropriative elements and is fire it's so good like, it, it kind so of
1: nice. reminds me of um gotta go like with the shadows and things like that because i did see mm-hmm. that i'd seen that people were talking about chunga in a cultural preparation. so i was like okay let me see what chunga dropped so i saw whatever her latest teaser was i didn't know that there was something else before it and i was watching it like yeah. really confused to be honest but i figured we'd be talking about it so i would kind of know what it was about later um but i do really like to the teaser trailer thinking that i'd seen today so, I mean, it, it definitely utilizes the shadows and the, the cinematography that she had for Gotta Go. And I mean, that was like, I mean, the song is fire. Gotta Go was a fire song. But the music video was so amazing to look at visually that I figure, like, if she's going to keep that going with this, I probably will be into it. Though, I don't know, because I, I didn't like snapping. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. like snapping either. I did not like snapping at all. So, um, well, uh, don't wear bendies. <laughs> um it's kind of the moral that's right
0: I um, mean so yeah was she yeah. like in the teaser and the first teaser was she also like appropriating or like doing like dancing the, dance moves yeah. the moves and stuff like that like do you guys feel like that is also appropriative to be doing like the dance moves like of another I guess of another
2: culture I mean okay fact is it's not my fight like it's not my particular culture so I don't really have a say in it but I will say that like let's say that this was something you know done against black culture right Mm -hmm. um I I think that I've seen k-pop artists like appropriate like so many things that are black (laughs) like uh for example like doing the Harlem shake or something like that or doing the shoot dance or any dance that's been created by like a a black teenager somewhere that ended up on TikTok. I don't know how people who are part of that culture feel. um, But I just know that as a black person, if this had been her doing like, you know, something that was very traditional to us, like a dance move, I wouldn't necessarily feel that way because dance is a little bit different than say like hair. Which is something that people get fired over at their jobs. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different from some of those other cultural elements that I think um have more dire consequences in society.
1: I yeah,
3: think I
2: think so. Oh, sorry. Go to I mark.
1: think
3: oh, sorry, I just think I saw people who were talking about the dance moves as if some of them were like religiously tied into things, but I like I said, I kind of I I like couldn't keep Reading about it uh, just because it got so bad. I did talk to like one friend who's Indian, and so she was telling me a little bit about it, but it seems like some of the like the very traditional like dance moves that are incorporated into religious elements. I'm not sure if they're part of like religious services or just like associated with like certain like things, but um definitely something to look into if you're a fan of Chunga and you want to think critically about this teaser and if it's in the music video, but I think hopefully. I mean i don't know like i was gonna say hopefully she sees all this and she thinks about it but i don't really have faith in her <laughs> honestly yeah, uh, not She's not, not gonna
2: apologize there's not gonna be i mean I, I i hate to say it like that way but i mean i just have not seen k-pop artists do that often <laughs> like i mean for example the winter situation like that's just got brushed under the rug it's like it never even happened like well
1: now that dude's going to the army so i know so it's <laughs> just like yeah absolutely oh, yeah. i
2: Sindri messes not, up, Sindri you know, like, goes to the yeah, army. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> that guy from Beast or Highlight. Who <laughs> oh, God. Out. Yeah, he got went to the army right away too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but
2: yeah, I don't know. Like
1: I don't really know. I'm not Indian or Desi or um any of the above. So I don't really I don't really think I can have an opinion on this one. Number two, like and said, it's not really dances are a little bit harder. And I think too, it's not just the dances. I think it's the way that you market it because like with that Mm -hmm. dance, um, that very complicated dance that that girl did that had all the white people on Ellen and like at the NBA awards or whatever, um, like teaching people the actual dance. Um, like that was a very different situation because it wasn't just cultural appropriation. It was like stealing pretty much from like black youth. Oh, oh yeah, like the yeah, the, the girl who had the
2: yeah. viral TikTok dance and then yeah. they, they had these like, I remember watching um, NBA All-Star Weekend and had these, like two white girls like basically paid these like white girls to, to have NBA them. players do it and instead of paying like the black girl who created the dance. That's yeah. a problem. And if it's yeah. religious based,
1: I also see that as a problem. But yeah, as I said, like um, I think that there is like definitely a conversation to be had on appropriation um, for dance moves themselves and it it really just depends on like if there's money involved and who gets to take credit and things like that but in this case I like I mean in this case it's really just I mean I ain't even got anything I have nothing for it okay like oh yeah I really it. Um, uh,
2: about chicken noodle soup chicken noodle that soup. was a situation yeah. where we did kind of have a similar conversation yeah I mean, 100%. the people that pay, it was yeah. still not interesting, good, or you know, innovative. didn't do anything for the culture. Or at all, but it. Um, it did nothing but, for K-pop even.
1: Like, remember when like, Koreans were like dabbing so to death? Like, I mean, that that's like another thing where I was kind of just like, please stop doing this. It's weird. Like, I don't want to see. It. I don't even care who created it. Like, I just don't want to see it anymore. So I don't oh, know. Like, <laughs>
3: I'm like thinking of Bam Bam who would not stop M-M,
2: Bam Bam ha, does two things. All that well did at least because I don't keep up with God Seven. not said he dabs all the time, and then the Wakanda forever. And it's like we get it. You saw Black Panther. Everybody do it. Like,
1: <laughs> <sharp> Meanwhile, Chadwick boswin is like
2: he looks like he's dying He, <laughs> he, does he sure the does. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. How how is he going to survive
3: the second movie's (laughs) first run?
1: (laughs) You know what it is? Every time he does it, all I hear is, hello darkness, my old friend.
2: friend. (laughs) He's not here for it. Oh, he's not.
1: Um but yes, uh any other comebacks that we liked. I liked the A Pink comeback. I actually liked the single more than I liked the album, but the album was actually um a step up from the Ung album because I wasn't a huge fan of that one. This one actually had cuter music, personally. Cuter uh, music? Uh, yeah, I th- I thought oh. it like yeah, I thought it was cute and I, I thought thought classic A was- Pink. Yeah, I just, I liked it better. Um, who else? I didn't know, um, let's see. Softball. I didn't know Day 6 was supposed to come back until like I today though. I didn't know that they had to come back. I actually really liked when Day 6 did that sort of like, we're going to release a mini or like two singles every month. That of was the year. great. Oh my God. They started with I, I, will, I Wait and then they ended with um, um, I Like You, which was one of my favorite songs from them. And like every like every month I knew I had something from day six to look forward to <laughs> it was a fantastic year actually um and I kind of wish they would bring that back because I felt like it really allowed them to stretch themselves like musically and they dropped so many sh- different sort of signs like sounds and and different types of moods and music and I really enjoyed it um I, I'm so I'm really excited actually I didn't know that day six was dropping something so I'm excited about that yeah. I can, um I wasn't a huge fan of. Village. I will be very honest. I did like the mini more than I liked the single. I don't know. I wasn't really a huge fan of the single for whatever reason. Um, but I love his voice. I love everything. Oh, well, almost everything about Baekhyun though. So that's probably why. And who else? I saw Koreans on Not Netizen Buzz. Not Netizen Buzz. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not Netizen Buzz. <laughs> it's two different accounts. You can only follow one and there's one that I definitely follow. Um, I saw some Koreans like netizens really roasting Solar. So I don't know what it is about. Oh, I saw that too. No, I don't saying, know. Like her outfits look
2: plastic. I, that was something I kept. She
1: had like that bold cap on, and it was kind of weird. Um, I wasn't really. Feeling Maybe it. she wants to go the
2: semi route of like quirky. Isn't weird. Hossa? No, it was Solar.
0: No, I was saying, isn't Hossa filling that like
2: oh that kind know, of like, yeah. yeah? I feel like
0: hers is more of a fiercer
2: concept
1: though yeah years. i don't know oh, what yeah i don't know what it is about <laughs> those girls um but yeah like um what's her name the rapper dropped something earlier this year and nobody liked that either so i don't know it's i liked that but of, like, it didn't do well right oh, no no but it was yeah. pretty solid i was really okay. impressed from her okay. because i didn't
3: think moonbeal would like i would i didn't think i would like
1: it i didn't listen to it because like her rapping is kind of like not great for me but uh, I was surprised at the reaction. I felt like because Mamamoo like, is so strong as a group that I felt like, you know, individually they do okay, even if it wasn't like a spectacular success. But I was surprised about the reaction. And then I saw the Solar stuff and I was like, oh, never mind. I guess they just really don't see a girls outside of Kwasa. And I mean, Twit is a fantastic song. So <laughs> it's an amazing song. <laughs> trying to get it. Um, it's, it's sort of hard to sort of live up to. And I wasn't... I yeah. feel like she has really good she stage does. presence. She does, yeah, yeah, does. yeah. I feel like they all have pretty good stage. Yeah, presence. actually, she yeah, stands out much more than they do. Um, I don't know what it is. It's just like an aura around her, but uh, they all have pretty like solid stage presence. And as a group, like I've, I've watched their like tours on YouTube and stuff like that, like just fan vids, and I mean they do a pretty good job of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean. She drops
2: good music. I am all for good music. Yeah, so I which is so why I was... you need to get into NCT Dream yesterday. <sighs>
1: <laughs> they were just so young when they came out. And I, was I like, know, oh, but that like, was the charm. It was I like know, they were uh, little. I don't know all of this, but skateboard. now I feel that they're doing whatever they can
2: to keep marking the group. And I feel like you know, I I respect that. Because I, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yes. But we. But but seriously though. Um. Actually, you know what? Let's not even talk about NCT Dream's yeah. comeback because that's one of the things we're going to watch. So we can go ahead and move straight on into the topic since we're talking about NCT. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of NCT, Mark and Johnny. Appeared on a uh, segment on Fox 5 San Diego. Um, It was a segment called Keeping Connected in the Coronavirus Pandemic. And there's a picture of them in front of a tent and they've got their arms around each other. And it's just really random.
2: Well, let's um, go ahead and watch that video. I mean, it's 14 seconds. So but let's go ahead and watch it. I have it here. Yeah. Um, Just so everybody, in case you haven't seen it, you can see what the content of this video would happen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. First oh of all, God. I haven't heard the audio before. <laughs> Honestly, incidents
0: are so creative.
3: Oh, my God. Oh my God. Please, <laughs>
0: That I mean, they're invading local news. Um, <laughs> I don't know what oh else to God. say about it. It's, but just, it's it's
3: like not good promo because unless you're a <laughs> citizen or a K-pop fan, you won't know it that it's
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> like they didn't say anything. Oh my
1: God. That I is wonder just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I love it. Okay. I, just I wonder how that movie. whole
0: thing came to be like did someone from SM like no I, a fan a fan submitted it oh a yeah. fan okay but yeah, like I
3: it. think this is an old picture by the looks of it this I is this is not a, promo this is like fan trolling it's
1: just doing stuff. And yeah <laughs> you know what that reminds me of um amber and um what was it uber was it like um somebody said that um amber was like an uber driver and like they had a oh, what do you not remember that, oh, I, have no. that story. I have to look up that story um, because it was just so crazy and she had to like publicly respond and be like I
2: don't drive Uber do you not remember that um, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me look it up Having like, to tell somebody that that's really funny <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't drive Uber <laughs> oh my god
1: Okay, so oh. an account, I guess, had reported um to Uber that they had a bad, I don't know, a bad situation with a driver named Amber. And then Amber had to be like, yo, that ain't me at Uber support. Don't waste your time. I don't drive for Uber. And it was just like, what did this happen? Did they tag year? her? Like yeah, what? I think they might have tagged her in it, like in their post. Like the account itself is suspended. So it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it's on Asian junkie, because that is where all the funny stuff is. <laughs> so oh you you guys didn't hear about that oh Oh, somebody did some scrubbing let's on on the internet because it's like not well it's like you can't really see an article on it which is very strange um Hmm. let's see 2017 Uh, but yeah continue talking guys
2: no i i just find this hilarious i feel like this is one of the funniest things when i first saw it i just cracked up i was just like i don't i just it's so random it's just like it reeks of just you're bored we get it quarantine everybody's at home you know why not do this but i what i want to see is i really want to see mark react to this because i love mark and i think (laughs) I just want to see what his reaction would be. Like, I, I and this is weird.
3: <laughs> did you, did you see the you video? Just... Um, the, did you guys see the video of the fan recounting how she met Yuta and Mark in at the Grove in LA? What? No. Okay so like I could send it to you guys if I can find but there's a fan who like either I mean she said she did you know she met during Thanksgiving weekend they were in LA after going from New York to LA and she says that she met them in the grove and like that's totally okay fine who cares but the the story she told was a thousand times funnier because she imitated Mark really well with his reactions to her, like to her knowing them like, Oh, you know me. And like, she got marks like tone and his reactive nature, like perfectly. So like, who knows if it's like real, I assume it's real. Like, why would you, you know, make a video about that if it's not real, but like, so it was such a funny story because she's literally like, you could hear him speaking that way like she got it so well he is such a funny reaction to everything i'm gonna go see if i can find this video
2: now i have to see this
3: it's it's hilarious it's a long video but like there was a clip that like went viral because like uh uh, because people were because because she was trolling mark i'm not trolling like you know just
2: imitating him in a way that was very like let me see if i find it
3: they're all so funny NCT is so fun to watch i was just watching some of their zone videos today because they had so many videos promoting that album i got really
2: um, yeah. In the meantime, though, what what do we think about this idea that Mark could possibly? I don't know how. Look, this was just alleged. I don't know if it's SM not has confirmed it. No, they, they
0: released uh, no. SM Entertainment released the thing. Okay, so this is this is some factual is this, information. This
3: is like the only time I will probably ever do this, but I spoke to SM about it, and he's definitely like not. It's not alleged. He's gonna be a. Potentially a put part of whatever this potential thing is.
2: Oh, like, sorry for my dramatic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> based, based on the reports, and they're clarifying
3: because there were conflicting reports of the reports that they released. Because their listen one was not the same press release they posted on their website. Of course, um, it's so pretty much like they're kind of like NCTUing it, but the NCTU is just from NCT Dream. So it's like whoever is available. Can be in the promos, and that includes Mark.
2: Okay, this is a fact. Um, this is amazing. This is incredible. I I like NCT Dream. Honestly, I get why people like only like them with Mark, but I also don't because I feel like they're also just good individually. Like they're all good, and then also whatever you might be missing from Mark, I one thing I would have to say is that Hechan is like a lot like Mark in many ways. And I think he's, he's got this spark about him. And also he's an incredible singer. Let's just give it up to Hechan for just being incredibly talented. Um, I, I, I agree with
3: you. Like personally, I don't see, I mean, like, I get why people want Mark back, but I don't like this new comeback. They did clearly didn't think Mark was not like needed, but they just didn't put him back in for this one.
2: Right, like I, I, I I don't even know how to like. I don't want to offend anybody, but the fact is, like, I don't necessarily think you have to have Mark to have Dream. Like, Dream is just—they're all so good. I mean, I could pick any one of them and just name something I like about them. Um, So
3: I think I think people liked their bond. Like that's why I think I think people are clinging less to like the artistic elements of it, but like you know, Mark is. Was considerably more comfortable in Dream. Not that he's not comfortable in One Two Seven or Super M, but like Dream was a different, has a different environment than the other
2: groups for him. Yes.
3: So I think people like that.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, I feel that for sure. I I do think that there there was like a very special bond, and also too, it's different seeing one thing that I've noticed personally. I don't know if anybody else has ever thought about it this way, but I do feel like there's a difference between like Hyung and like like yes. you know, not young Mark, where he's like one of the youngest. He
3: he, the it's youngest. like oh, second
2: youngest. Yeah, because Hetan is the baby, yeah. so like it, it gets. It's like he comes becomes sort of a different person, like the way he interacts, and so I could kind of see people feel that way, but I don't know. I just like we we gotta have we have to move on from it at some point because we knew what. Here is how I feel: if you went into SCT Dream specifically thinking that Mark was going to be there forever, you kind of set yourself up for failure because you knew what it was when you got into them. You, It's kind of like the people who were mad that one-on-one disbanded. Like you knew that they were going to disband. They said that they were going to disband at some point. Like that's just how I feel.
3: To be fair, I agree with you entirely because I think NCT's concept was made pretty clear, especially NCT. Dr- actually, sorry, that's a lie. Nothing about NCT's concept was made clear to anyone except no. NCT Dream's concept.
2: <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> I don't understand it. I'll be very honest with you.
3: I so. Can explain it to you if you have a half hour. Uh, but NCT <laughs> Dream's concept was pretty straightforward. The problem, and I think this is actually the huge problem, but not that many people are conscious of it. Some fans who have been around for a while, like recognize that SM has regularly changed their plans for boy bands when they've tried something new. So you have <laughs> Super Junior and EXO. like those both were terrible experiments that they decided, or not terrible. They were good experiments. They just decided to step away from that. You know, Super Junior was also supposed to be a graduated system and EXO was supposed to be two different groups. And they were like, oh, that's not going to work. So we're going to put them all together. And Super Junior is not going to change. We're just going to throw in Kian and then have Henry and Jomi's poorly sitting on the side for all eternity. Um, but like SM has done this before. That's odd. Right. like, I don't, I know fans were excited about dream, but I was talking to a lot of people who were just like, this was expected. Like SM definitely didn't want to lose dream. And this is like the only way they could not lose dream, but they clearly have other plans also somehow. I don't know how, right. because Mark already doesn't
0: sleep ever.
2: Right. He He's the, the hardest, hardest working Indian. child in South Korea.
0: <laughs> we thought about that at the same time. Yes. I know. That's <laughs> um,
1: Mark has yeah. like, three families. He has to be supporting. To right support. <laughs> Mark got like two wives, and, 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 two sister wives, and he supported his his mom and his dad and stuff. So, I mean, that's why he works this hard. Mark's sister wives.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I I definitely like looking at it from that perspective, it makes a whole lot more sense because SM has done this before where they tell you one thing and then they go back on it. So I, I definitely get that feeling. Though I will say I do feel like NCT, for some reason, if I don't want to say it feels like it works, it's working more than the other ones because I wasn't around for Super Junior and then XO, I was barely around for like, I don't, I know XO is XO. I don't know XO is XOM and XOK you know xom is the truth
1: xom is the light xom xom is everything okay
3: (laughs) i'm only disagreeing because i actually saw xok perform the first time i was in korea and it was amazing and so i think i'm the only person on the planet who's like xok but everyone else (laughs) does agree that xom is the superior xo unit
1: Look, they were the only ones out of the the two XOs that could perform live consistently. So, I mean, that already put them on the top for me. Okay. Um, the only thing what? I would say about XOK is that XOK had Dio. But Dio, like, there were a lot of jokes about Dio wanting to be an XOM anyways. So, I, fi- I kind of felt that he did. And when they lost Luhan, he mm-hmm. did perform with them. Like, yeah. as a, as sort of like a, a part-time member of XOM. And he fit right in. I'm not going to lie. He fit right into that group. So. Okay.
2: I have to say, just from watching like XOS, I know, okay, my XOK experience is Call Me Baby, right? <laughs> Which is both of them together, right? Doesn't count. Doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Look, just from somebody who like watched that and then turned around and watched their acoustic set at their like, I think it was like their 2017 concerts. I think it was 2017, um, but it was basically after the whole departure of Luhan, Chris, and Tao. Yeah. Um, watching that, I don't feel like there was a decline. Like I don't feel like the quality is different. I feel like honestly, like you know, we like to joke about Suho. You know, he was supposed to be in shiny. He was a trainee for 27 years, but Suho is that boy, and he does bring vocals. So now, now he brings vocals. Okay, so we're not gonna disrespect Suho.
1: I now, like if you're talking about early EXO, like baby EXO, but mm-hmm.
3: that's that's SM's mo. Like they date yeah, people and real. then they learn to sing. They learned. So.
2: <laughs> they learned. <to> uh, <laughs> it's <is laughs> not a fact, though. That's sort of facts. It's it's
1: well, except for um Shiny. I mean, they were <laughs>
3: they were
0: good.
1: They were singing yeah, out shiny, yeah, oh, TVXQ, TVXQ too. They were like singing out the gate, like yeah
2: but i mean um, yeah but like yeah. if
3: you look at suju and... mm-hmm. but they have really good ballads <laughs> now like they couldn't say i, I um, will
2: admit
1: that super junior has found its own little like i'm kind of grown market and yeah, yeah, they have good music on that you guys, I mean, super Junior
3: are great live performers don't hate on them in front of me
1: gungwe is fine I okay, thought <laughs> really good. I mean They're I really, really good. like Mamacita. I don't know what it is about Mamacita
2: as well. Mamacita, like Devil, black, black. I guys. think you like Latin pop group suju. Yeah. You don't like K-pop suji. You like <gasps> no, Latin. Pop I, like, suju. I like
1: it's you. It's you is one of my favorite songs. Uh,
0: uh, is yeah, the that was their peak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it wow. wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it's, well,
0: it's their best song, but it wasn't it their peak. No, oh no, it wasn't because was they had that other song. What was it? Panorama. Um, sorry, sorry. Panorama. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. That oh my was gosh, weird. this is like so painful to hear. You guys, yeah. I've
3: gone to Tokyo Dome for a Super Junior.
1: <laughs> I've a never funny. heard somebody say that before in my life. <laughs> I love super oh, oh, oh my junior. god! Nat. Super. Wow. It's okay. You have to. You have to do a Super Junior episode with us. I've done I a lot like- of Super
3: Junior episodes
1: you have okay. to do one yeah because i feel like i can't like i mean i'm the only one on here who actually actively listens to super junior okay super and it's not the good. old stuff i think it started from like um i don't know if it was devil or mama devil. Sita, one devil. of the worlds, yeah is from when devil. i really started listening to the super junior and i mean i really got into donghae usually pretty much from that but i have actually appreciated is it? a really cute one yeah yeah and he does. Yeah. Yeah, and but he also like was like visual. shirtless and with
3: dogs in a bunch of pictures this week. It was great.
1: Yeah, and he's always talking about God on Instagram. It's it's Yeah. Well, he
3: just he released a gospel song that I could not listen to as a mm-hmm. non-Christian, but I know a lot of Christian fans really appreciated it, but it was very gospely.
1: Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't listen to it. Um, but I'm sure it's nice. It's really uh nice. yeah, I'm sure it's it's gorgeous. He he did write that ballad too that they did, mm-hmm. right?
3: He's done a bunch of songwriting yeah. for that.
1: So I mean. I am open to good music. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of all of their vocalists. I'll be very honest, but I have appreciated, as I said, like that we're grown. We're also sort of like a Latin pop group, but not quite. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. Super Clap had some endearing qualities. It, was, um, like, package, it wasn't that great for me. You know, I liked, I think I, I love, I think. I, I think I, I
3: should have been was the single. Super Clap was, was not the right choice. No no so stressed and by that choice i think
1: i was such a good song the music video was weird I'm not gonna lie but the song it was great i appreciate
3: it was the not the right choice oh i was in years no
1: i mean i know why they did it i can definitely see why they did it but it just wasn't a smart idea super clap is actually better than that song yes.
3: a lot. <laughs> I mean, super, super clap is really fun yeah live um eio <laughs> is fun live too but it's not like it, I think like they should have done like I think I as yep. their second single, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like um I mean, Super Junior, I have a lot of thoughts on Super Junior. Their albums since Monasita are really great. Older, I personally like a lot of their old B sides. Also, were they
1: your first group? Like that you got? It. No,
3: my oh. first group was like Wonder Girls and 2PM, then Big Bang, then Super oh, Junior. Oh
2: wow, that's that sounds like the common trend of. Yeah. Yeah, our entire yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. you guys kind of went through the same groups yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. exact same so I got in through Big Bang
1: yeah. and then Twenty One, so I'm mm-hmm. the YG girl. You're the JYP girl, and Ash, what are you? You are JYP? I'm
0: JYP because yeah. I got in through Wonder Girls. And but I mean, went. I went to SM
3: yeah. very quickly. Like I was a big Girls' Generation, Suju, like fan early on.
1: But I didn't actually. It I mean, me to into to Girls' Generation. It took me a long time to get into them. I I think though it was also because like online fandom, we're like twenty one is the best. Don't listen to anybody else, and that was kind of like true. <laughs> I, I like, like I can, I was like, listen, I'm not here to fight anybody. If you say that this is the only group I need to listen to outside of the Wonder Girls, sure. And then I got into, I should got into FX before I got into Girls Generation. So what I mean. song got you into
3: FX before? Was it, if, if it? I hope it wasn't their debut song.
1: No, no, no. I don't okay. really like um, that song. Um, no, that song is not no. Ta I don't really like that. No, really. Um, what was it? It was. You know what it is. radio I thought tercer- I thought Jessica was pretty. I found out Crystal mm. was her sister. I saw that she was in the airs, because the airs had started airing oh. at that time. And I was like, she had red hair, and that's when they did um, what was that song called? Um oh, p'am p'am hair. That's what I got into first. And then I listened to the pink out the pink tape or whatever. And so. and then I was like, oh, so SM is really giving us music like this. And then I was like, oh jessica's here and <laughs> that's how i became a jessica stan and then that's how i got became a Girls' generation stan and that's how i got into taean and then i just yeah. opened my eyes to
2: everybody NCT dream their new little track video thing just came out apparently they're going to be doing the same thing that nct did nct 127 did with neozone um and i figured we could watch so here is NCT Dream with Puzzle Piece.
3: I like Jimin's. I was supposed to get hair color like this, and Corona killed oh, it. Oh,
2: this is pretty. No,
3: it's like Utah's.
2: I oh, it is. Honestly, I had my reservations about Ji but I do think he's has talent, like he vocal does. talent.
3: He's grown so much. It's like watching Taemin too. Like he's gonna kill us all in ten years. This is so cute. Has Jimin had a line? Oh, maybe he. Ra- I think he rapped after. Geno. He rapped. <laughs> he did rap after Jeno because he co-wrote the l- raps with Jeno, so
1: oh. he had a line. I'm sorry, yeah. Jimmy. You just said that I haven't seen him move his lips, and that was
2: hilarious to me. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a line there.
2: Aw, pretty. Okay, that was um, puzzle piece. I love it. I'm sorry. Look, I'm a sucker for this kind of thing. It's what I've been waiting for. Is it T dream? I feel like the last full album that I listened to, or the only full album that I've ever listened to was the one with We Go Up. I'm pretty sure now that I think about it. Um, so this is kind of a new direction for me for them. I mean, I'm, I've am i seen them do, you know, uh, Juvenile Delinquency. I've seen them do um, and I've seen them do like funky stuff, you know, type songs. Now this is really like amazing, like a little guitar kind of ballad. I like it. What do you guys think?
0: I mean, you know how I feel about slow songs. Um, they're not really my thing, but it's cute and it fits their image like perfectly. Um, I think I prefer their more uh, aggressive side. Um, I'm trying to think of that song. Is it
2: "Boom Go"? Yeah, you're Are you talking about go?
0: "We're So Young"? We're, We're so, so freaking yeah i prefer that
3: <laughs> <laughs> did not work for me at all well, Goom was a legend
0: yeah but i mean it was it was fine um it, it fits them really well
2: okay okay um natalie uh, um it's not
1: very interesting it's kind of boring i mean uh, that's what i hate it's not the full song though so we'll it's a b-side see. also it's not a okay. single yeah i mean it's They're, it's, it's if a it cute played in a coffee shop while i was having a moment yeah i'd be totally about it i mean now i'm thinking about being in korea and being at a coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> that was literally my two weeks in korea just being in coffee yeah, shops but yeah but <laughs> uh no i mean it's not a bad song it's not something that's offensive to my sensibilities or anything like that i wouldn't change it if it came on it just doesn't really do anything for me i maybe if i like knew the members more i could kind of be a bit more attracted to it uh
2: i don't mind cute things i really don't i just didn't like this hold on a second one this ain't cute two um didn't you like txt's magic island which i also like but didn't you like that song i like the song but they weren't like uh, so how is it different like these are to me those are very similar songs like really? i, well,
1: I, yeah. I like it when we when we listen to it like and we watch that long ass video i can't I <laughs> 15 I, minutes <laughs> yeah, whatever movie that they were doing and they didn't even yeah. play the whole song from what i remember i only like what i heard so i mean i can't really say like now nah, i'm gonna listen to the song and i'm gonna like it as well too I, and as i said i do like really cute things i mean
3: mm-hmm.
1: i love ma- magical girl stuff so I, I clearly like cute things but this song just didn't really do anything for me
2: fair enough I mean not everybody can have taste but yeah um, you're right and I mean <laughs> clearly clearly somebody put
1: that together so um okay.
2: no, I, you said clearly somebody put that together yeah I did oh, God. I, I don't oh, get it I but you know so what
3: cute. <laughs> I, think I think it's a good step for them like they're growing up a little yeah. bit they're doing more reality stuff it's still cute they're still dream but they're getting older they're no longer graduating out so it's a nice way to like introduce this period
1: and i yeah. like that it's different from the other ncts i can admit that i like that there's diversity in what lisa man is doing with nct because i mean you know you have nct 127 being you know rich and and <laughs> dancing a lot you have wavy talking about making it clap you got dream doing something cool. oh love talk the um well, <laughs> make it make clap it that. Clap.
3: i was thinking super clap
2: oh so no no <laughs> like, well no <laughs> oh, no, no the, the regular when one says that he's oh, gonna yeah, he, uh, he tells us to bust it for a real bus one so for a real one you're right <laughs> when when you cute but mm, you nasty too do you think anyone told you what that means no no absolutely no, no.
0: No. Someone, i heard the fan did ask him about the make it clap line and was like do you know what that means and he apparently said yes so.
2: <laughs> now wow. utah i will believe that utah knows what like those types of things mean because utah like if you have you ever seen his spotify playlist like oh, no, he
3: know. definitely knows
2: he's, he's the one who talked to me
3: what did he say about two hours before bed do you guys not know about this?
1: No. No. I want well, to know. know. I, I don't remember
3: what the phrasing was, So it was essentially like, oh, like what do you do? It was like they were talking about what they do before like their nighttime activities. And he was just like, it's a secret. And it for two oh, hours yeah. before bed. And it was just like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I what do remember the that. Hell?
3: What would you be doing two hours before <laughs> <one> bed? <laughs>
1: like. See, I like that because, you know, you don't really have a lot of grown men who act like grown men in K-pop. So I actually appreciate Thanks. that. I appreciate that. That's why I like Love Talk. I mean, Love Talk is a great song as well. But every member there sounds like they know what they're actually singing about. You know, like they know what's going well, on. There. 10 definitely <laughs> knows, okay?
3: I don't think like Henry knows. But
1: that's because I don't think he knows a lot of things.
3: But he's so cute, in
1: it affects.
2: <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but yes, uh, NCT Dream. Yeah, that was. I I love it. It was cute. Um, I can't wait to come for the comeback. Um, if they come back, and do some sort of unit, some sort of U NCTU with a combination of the Dreamies and Mark. That could be cute. Um, like I said, I just really like NCT Dream. Like they really grew on me because at first I was not feeling them. They were like, they were to me what Golden Child was to Nat. So I wasn't really feeling them, but I, they grew on me a lot. Like their personalities are, you know, really fun. They just seem like fun people. So I was going to say,
0: and they do good ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, rain. Yeah. uh, Is on TikTok doing the, do the drip challenge. And um, he's not that bad.
2: He moves better than, like, 90% of the teenagers <laughs> in K-pop groups.
3: Well, I mean, that's what he's known. For. Like, that's what yeah. he's always known for. Like, him and Boa, like, you could put them on stage and, like, they would literally whip every K-pop star's ass right now.
1: I actually made a comment on my Twitter and I was like, <laughs> this is what K-pop thought that, like, Lisa did with her video. He is not he's not aged married. at all. Yeah, he looks fantastic. I want to listen to Rainism right now. Uh, I thought he was
3: gonna put rainism or something because like it's dripping and so like like you know the the drip do the drip like I felt like something about rain would like come up here. No, it's just rain doing it. He's so great.
1: He's iconic. Looks so good. I hope he comes back and he people Mm -hmm. actually pay attention to it. Like he had a comeback a while ago. Pay attention to him. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I'm surprised the international fans are not like drumming I kind of get it right because he's like
2: there's the whole I hate to say it but like there's a the whole like he's married with a kid and like all of that stuff I mean you see how they did Chen like, yeah. like <laughs> you know what I mean like
1: can you imagine Chen doing call me baby while he has a baby at home
2: I'm like yes, we well, have I was like can. One. like
1: can have lives and still do
2: music like they don't have to live their life. The live like every lyric that they sing. Like, what is your problem? Honestly, Best. like it's so different for like Western celebrities because, like, the moment Beyonce became pregnant, like her stands were just they loved her more. Like, I mean, honestly, I wish Tayman would just go ahead and have a baby already. <laughs> 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 he is still a baby to me. He like. is a baby like, to me too. I know he's
3: only like a year or two younger than me, but I still will always think of him as like a decade younger than everybody else in the whole world.
1: He is such a small little boy to me. Timon is just like Taiman. Y'all better stop. But
3: he's like still like Chinese little baby. Exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine him with like kids and stuff.
3: Oh my I, god, it'd be so cute. Oh, though.
2: But Taiman, uh, I would be if I was his child. I'd be very scared.
3: I would <laughs> put myself
2: up for his adoption. Um,
3: <laughs> I hope his wife knows or partner knows how to cook.
2: Yeah, yes, yes. yes.
1: Yeah, I've seen um him in the kitchen. <gasps> <laughs> and I mean he tried it, he tried
2: it with that um super M performance. yeah, Rain living his best life on known racist app TikTok. We love to see it. TikTok. Um so yeah, um Oh, Rain, please migrate to a different app because I'm not signing up for Tic Tac, for whatever. I'm not <laughs> signing up for that app for you. Nope. Um, what's next, Ash?
0: Kachi? Is that how
2: we say it? Oh, called? yeah, we're finally Kachi. here.
0: So this is a new K-pop group that uh, just debuted a girl group, and apparently they're getting a lot of hate from K-pop fans on social media. And we have yet to figure out why.
2: <laughs> there, we all know why. It's much more hate than I think, like Lana got, and like a lot of the other sort of similar type acts got. Um, I. It is kind of strange because, like I said, uh, the other acts didn't get this kind of hate, but they are a London-based K-pop group. Um, so they they do have, I believe, one Korean member. Um, but the other, let me go to the K profiles, which is very conveniently right here. So it looks like they have Nicole Hernandez, um, who is not Korean. Um, Daniel Hart, who could be Korean, but most likely isn't. Coco, it says her nationality is Korean. I'll take their word for it. And, uh, Chun-Seo, who is the maknae, who is Spanish, born in Valencia, Spain. Um she so there's yeah, it looks like Coco is Korean. Um, and she replaced another member whose name was Miso. Um, I don't really see any like links to Miso, so I don't know anything about her. But these are the members. So I believe that is the reason why they are getting a lot of hate. There what I've been seeing when I um looked at the hashtag apologize to Kachi. Uh what I was seeing was like a lot of people who responded to it were like K-pop fans who We're just basically saying, you know, their groups were superior. I did see something about, um, I'm not sure what it is, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. But apparently, like they felt a certain type of way about something that happened with the members. Again, it's hard for me to go into too much detail because there have has anybody ever noticed that when you look at a Twitter hashtag to see why it's trending? The top trends are almost always about why it's trending. Like, it's always going to be like, why is this trending versus actually giving you answers? No, nope, excuse yeah. me. All right.
1: No, um, no, I've
3: noticed it, is, no. it I'm not no, no. sometimes, but I'm like thinking about
2: yeah. it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm doing some research. It looks like um, our preliminary observations were correct. Um, the top, one of the top trends on the Apologize to Kachi, one of the top, sorry, one of the top tweets says, I don't care. If you support Kachi, then you are ignorant AF free fourths can't even properly speak Korean. What makes you think it's okay for them to call themselves K-pop? Asians get discriminated against in other industries and the K-pop industry is where they can actually get some recognition. Okay, I just want to pause that really quickly to say um, why do K-pop fans only care about Koreans or care about Asians when it has to do with their opas and unnies? Like, they otherwise do not care about Asians until it's relevant to their favorite group. Anyway, um, what do you guys think about this, this new group? They're supposed to be, by the way, if we're going to watch their debut song and video uh, called Your Turn. They debuted um, a long time ago. Well, they debuted in 2020, but it was like a couple months ago. And they're apparently supposed to make their Korean um, debut in, on April 29th. So I guess we should expect to see them on the music shows. Um, but I guess so far, do you... Do you guys want to watch it? The song first before you form an opinion? Or yes, what are you going to do? I probably would like to do that first. Okay. Here's our debut performance.
3: I really don't mean this in a bad way. It reminds me of like Disney Channel songs. But, but like old SM songs have literally been repurposed by foreign Disney channels. So this is not like an insult or anything, but it feels like that same kind of upright, like upbeat
0: and poppy. Yes. Straight up Cheetah Girls.
2: Honestly, they should just go the Disney route though. That would be interesting. Well, wasn't wasn't that like Megan Lee's
3: thing was sort of like that. Like her show was like K pop inspired.
2: You guys are gonna hate me for this, Ash but she reminds me of Perry. Perry from um Little Mix. Little Mix? Yeah.
0: Kind of in the face. Yeah, look how like that. Yeah.
2: I knew she was the rapper. I knew it. Because <laughs> she away? has the
0: chin.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> Okay, the ending was super Disney, too. Like, now that you said it, tomorrow I can't stop saying it. <laughs> I
3: think it's cute. They're so cute. <laughs> like, it's funny. Um,
2: so, you know, now that we've got some background on Kachi and we understand, like, what they're trying to do and we see what they, you know, what their debut was, what are you guys thinking? What are your thoughts on this whole situation? Hmm.
3: I mean, person K-pop isn't, you know... A, a genre or a style of music it's like the industry it's based out of that's what makes up in K-pop so for me this doesn't necessarily fall within the parameter of K-pop you could say it's okay. K-pop inspired
1: yeah okay. I would I would agree with that I I don't think that they did anything that was that remarkable on that stage to be honest with you like the sound was okay the dance moves weren't that sharp like at least if you're going to get into the industry you gotta be on top you gotta be like on point you gotta be on beat I don't know. It just didn't seem like it.
3: I mean, EXP Edition also wasn't necessarily on point, and they also debuted. Yeah. And and we have people like some, like Ollie London. I literally get press Ooh. releases that he's a K-pop star now. Um, like, it's just the way people are marketing themselves. So, I, I mean, it's interesting that they're debuting. I guess um, it's a lot like EXP Edition, I guess, except that was
1: sort of a college project yeah more right yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah i don't really see it for them but it's not because they're like not korean doing this it's just that i didn't like the song (laughs) and i didn't like the performance and i don't really like disney music like that the only disney i want to listen to is like the lion king soundtrack you know like i like ali and aj i liked the potential breakup song i, I was about to it say because
2: that. you literally like a k-pop song that's ripped straight from
1: that yeah i like that one song Which i was song gonna... was
3: ripped straight from that potential breakup
1: um what was it oh um it was uh love love shot love i have to look it up now Excess. no 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 It was <gasps> like a, it's a group that no no, <laughs> no it's like a group that it's doesn't have music really out right now um See so y'all it was on. from like
2: 2012
1: right because it was on yeah, our we song, definitely. As a part of our decade Love Sick by tahiti
2: yes oh, Tahiti. I see it. so i mean i i really kind of get where you guys are coming from i okay look <laughs> when we talk about k-pop and defining k-pop i know everybody is gonna have their own little definition of it um i just I have a hard time feeling away about this period, though, just because I'm, I wasn't really impressed. I think they could be a really good Disney group. Um, just because this is exactly the type of thing that Disney goes for, I think. Um, but I don't. It's not my style. I'm not that interested in it. In terms of like people hating them simply because they're K-pop. I don't know. It's just not my fight.
3: I kept on thinking of um, the KDA performance with Jaira Burns and Madison Beer. And the G-idol members.
1: Oh yeah, Soyeon and... Who was
3: it? Mia. Oh, okay, yes. Um, and, and, like, they were obviously, like, performing alongside, like, the animated K-pop group. But, like, they didn't detract from... Like, they didn't not necessarily... If they... If I didn't see their faces, I wouldn't necessarily not know that those weren't other members of G-idol. Like, they had presence. They had performance flair. Like... These girls, like K-pop, is so much like I don't want to like make it all about the training, but so much about K-pop is the way you do it, and like obviously some people have like you know trained for like a minute before debuting because they're just so innately talented, but that's pretty rare. And like this, I, like this just looks like a K-con covered group.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying what's authentic from what's not authentic. I'm just saying from like somebody I mean, K-pop who's been <laughs> K-pop for a very long time. I kind of you. You do have a feel when you listen to a song. Yeah, this is the the most part K-pop
0: vibes. Yeah, I just think about them like performing on music shows, and you know, next, not I'm not talking about their looks, but just in their general like performance skills and vibe compared. You know, next to the other groups, they stick out like a sore thumb, or they would stick out like a sore thumb. And I think with K-pop fans, oh. I just looked at their Twitter and they have 450 followers.
3: Like
2: yet they were a worldwide trend. That's what so I was on. I
3: was just looking to see who who like is funding them, but I'm guessing these are just girls trying to like do it themselves and oh,
2: Damn. Uh wow. Yeah. I have more that's followers I'm right. actually really sad. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. I just mean. They
3: have an apology on their, their Twitter right now for something someone said in a video. Like 11 months ago.
2: Yeah. Okay. So that, that must've been what I was seeing that one person talk about. Literally. I only saw one person talking about it. So that's why I was like, is this a real thing that actually happened? I guess it was first time I've heard of them, to be honest with you. Um,
1: And I'm looking at like, I've searched it on Twitter and it is like not nice. Like what people are saying about them. Not at all. No, that's not nice, guys. I mean, like, we, you know, I can be shady like everybody else, but I'm not gonna like make, you know, cruel jokes and like, is this an adult sex toy that they're saying is their fandom? Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Like, that's kind of mature. Like, yeah, it was the first thing that came up. Yeah, they I, said that their fandom name is
2: going to be coochie, and, and
1: that, uh, and they really have that thing there, and I'm just like, then, that's yeah. really inappropriate. Yeah. Like, you know, I always believe that you can criticize something in a way that isn't offensive. Like, if you want to offend somebody, offend somebody. Like, you know,
0: constructive criticism. But
1: if you if if there's nothing like that they've done that has offended you, I don't see why you have to come out with like you know guns blazing and you have to be mean like being mean well i guess the whole thing that people
2: are saying is like there's a cultural appropriation element but honestly where's that same energy when your your idols appropriate cultures It just fake to me it feels like you're not really caring about whether or not this is cultural appropriation you just don't want this to compete
0: with like what you do love does that make sense yeah and k-pop fans have like a weird well i'll say like non-korean k-pop fans have a weird ownership of the <laughs> industry it's, it's a weird like ownership where they feel like they're like they're gatekeepers
2: it's just coming from a like no. this is my thing and you know you can't have it
0: you're invading our space you're trying to become a k-pop star and you don't fit our preconceived notions of what that is
3: yeah, i pretty much agree with what's been said like um like, I, I will admit, like, I made a tweet, like, to a friend because, like, about UK Pop, because, like, it I don't know if you guys saw the Simon Cowell disaster video, but I thought it was pretty funny that they're British, and Simon Cowell had just tried to make UK Pop a thing, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, like, tweeted, like, the, it's a no for me thing, Um but <laughs> I then decided it was me, so deleted it. Um Like, I mean, I think a lot of the times when people move into K-pop spaces that people think shouldn't you know they shouldn't fit into like um you know alex reed got it when she moved into rania uh like luckily since like the initial backlash i haven't like you know people when she was actually like participating and there's stuff like i didn't necessarily see her like ra like raging like racism aimed at her but at, like when it was first announced people were just like very, you know, put off by it, like K pop, but I think so much of it is just exclusionary, like kind of like the whole like not not to like get dramatic, but like the BTS versus K pop conversation. It's like oh, yeah. ours, not yours, or like this but not that. Like it's so exclusionary. And I don't necessarily think like, do I think that Western like fans should be able to pursue a career in the K pop industry if they can? Yes. Do I think that, like, everybody who says they're a K-pop star magically because they're singing Korean is a K-pop star? That is not what I think at all. So, like, you know, like we were saying, when we watched the video, the first reaction was, is there not, you know, K-pop tier? Like, but there is a tier of K-pop that is, makes it K-pop. And so, um I mean, I don't know if you guys watch Produce 48. Did anyone watch Produce 48? But, mm-hmm. like... Like the the AKB fan, like the AKB singers who like auditioned, who are AKB members throughout AKB associated groups throughout Japan, were like, some of them were so bad, like they were so embarrassingly bad that the Korean like trainees were just like, what is happening? Like they were so embarrassingly bad for a group of singers who have already like careers under their belts and stuff. But that's because AKB doesn't like. That's not the same thing, like those type of j-pop stars are aiming for in their performances you know like one of the most important like popular produce 48 um like japanese members was really just like a goofball and she was so funny and she was talented but like her mo was that she was a goofball and the akb members love her for that the korean trainees were just like what is happening um and and that's kind of like not the same thing because it's uh, produce 48 is a whole other ball game but like the quality there is a quality of k-pop to be con- like not considered k-pop but like that it has come associated with k-pop so if you're not up to that quality you can't really participate but like like nobody says anything about songwriters who are writing k-pop songs unless i'm writing about it um okay. but i just think i just think like there is a place for like we were talk about all these k-pop stars who are not korean and you don't like care about that you know so many idols are you know half like not, like, I, I just saw a lot of people talking about the, the, I honestly don't know what the shows are called in China. Um, there, I saw right now there's, like, one contestant who is biracial. I don't know if you guys saw. There's, like, a, like, she's mixed, like, black and Chinese.
1: She's from, and oh, yes, yes. Like, yes. She's and, so beautiful. Uh, and Chinese. She's
3: gorgeous. She's
1: gorgeous, yeah.
3: But, like, people were just like, oh, well, this is okay because she's Chinese. I was like, why wouldn't it be okay if, like, she can compete on the same level and they're, like, I mean, like, not okay that they wouldn't be accepting, but like, that they're happy to have her compete. Why wouldn't it be okay except that she's Chinese? But like, that was their
1: perception. But I would say that, like, I do not need to see white people doing Asian music. And I'm not saying that they can't do it or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I got into a lot of Asian things because I kind of needed a break because white people kind of run things over here and I I just need to see other types of people. I want to like watch TV and it's like, you know, 95% are pretty much all look the same. And it was kind of like, I don't know, suffocating in a lot of ways. So, I mean, I've always been into anime, like since I was a kid. And I know we had a discussion before about, you know, who are they modeled after i always imagined asian people to be honest with you um so like the natural like progression into k-pop and k-dramas and into uh taiwanese dramas and like live action japanese things like that was all like really organic for me and i kind of just like being around different types of people and different types of cultures and not feeling like you know the same western idealized bullshit was running things. And I'm I'm not saying that they That's don't have good. their own issues cuz obviously we know that like no country is perfect, no, you know, ethnicity, race, religion, blah blah blah. Like nothing is perfect. There's like discrimination, there's, you know, um we're talking about all of the, the, the pedophilia stuff, I guess, going on. Oh, in yeah, the in-room room stuff. stuff. Like that. Yeah, exactly. In the chat rooms and things like that. So, I mean, obviously, like, everywhere has problems. But, like, if for my form of escape, I kind of just like not r- being reminded of how much this place sucks sometimes, you know? And so, like, for me, it was kind of weird when I saw white people really sort of, like, trying to be idols and i mean it's it's been happening for a long time so it's not like it's well, yeah. a new concept or blah 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 it's not it's it's something that is is going to be continuing to happen and we have a lot of biracial um or not a lot but we have you know quite a bit of of biracial notable biracial um idols like sumi and um that uh, cute kid samuel I mean, um, for yeah yeah exactly so i mean it's not like it's it's foreign completely foreign to have like biracial, multiracial idols, but, you know, for me, I'm just like, I can watch a CW, you know, like I'm okay. <laughs> <you know? laughs> if I wanted like that type of content or whatever, I can watch the CW, you know, like I could, I, I can turn on my television right now and put it on any channel and I'm going to get, you know, right the people. same types of, of people who run things pretty much all the time. And, you know, I could put it on BT and, you know, have something a little bit different, but like, you know, it's kind of like, I kind of want the diversity. I kind of want um, to, to embrace myself in other, you know, sort of like foreign things that I, that, you know, teach me something new and different and um, sort of expand my learning and expand my, my grasp of language, I think, too. I think I, I do really very much appreciate um, learning Korean, you know, my very novice Korean, um, and also just like some of the, the the Chinese and some of the Japanese that I've learned along the way too, and just like how they structure things. How, how they do, do things you learn through, Japanese um, through poetry? I've been like really on like this really big <laughs> Japanese poetry like kick, and it's the way that they they word things. I mean, I mostly go from translations, obviously, but it's just so so vivid, so so simple but like powerful like and um I don't know I just kind of feel like I'm learning so much and I'm enjoying it so much and I have for forever you know like I'm doing a <laughs> last episode I, I was on a bleach rant, but I've been watching oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean I absolutely adore it and I adore you know what Kubo created and so for me anyways like let the girls do what they want to do they're not hurt I don't think they're personally hurting anybody I don't i personally don't think that they're doing this to steal jobs from korean people like it's just, <laughs> I, just don't, I don't see what they're doing what what they're doing you know with this music and with this vibe is hurting anybody i'd understand it if they debuted with like a song that speaker dropped that flopped and then they did really well and people were like oh but they're better and you looking at them i would say that they're not just by based on the performance and it would be different if you know them being white meant that they would automatically succeed and make money, but it's clearly not going to be the case here. So <laughs> it isn't really for me. I I don't need it. But let them live. I I maybe it's in being in my thirties, but I'm just really chill, like very mellow. I don't. It doesn't bother me. It's it's just something that exists, and I'm sure that there are some people who will like it.
2: So that's all I got to okay. say. About that. I, I want to speak to something that um you mentioned. No, I, I definitely understand what you mean by like wanting a reprieve from sort of the dominant culture and where you're from. And I totally agree with that. So now uh, if they go to the little mix ma- route and they end up having little mixed vocals or something, you know, maybe. But right now it's not working
0: for me.
1: I would listen to them all the time if they had little mixed vocals. I'm not going
2: to lie. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no.
1: Anybody? Well, Ash, do you have anything to add or... You
0: guys pretty much covered all of it. All right, next. Jejun is (laughs) participating alongside other Japanese public figures on um, a project initiated by the Japanese nonprofit organization Japan Heart um, as a team member of the project corporation, which um, their goal is to quickly supply a large number of surgical masks. To medical institutions. And people were not happy about that. I, what? I mean, like, I know
3: what he did. But they're unhappy that he's donating.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah,
1: because he's doing it uh, to people in Japan and not in Korea.
3: Oh, oh, I totally wasn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I get that. Um,
2: yeah, so people It's are actually okay. kind of interesting, though, because last time I checked, Japan was hit harder than Korea, though. And also,
3: isn't he living in Japan right now?
2: Well, yeah, that's where his career pretty much is at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, I I thought he was, like, very much based out of there. That's why I was like, oh, okay. I I mean, I I didn't know that this was contrary.
3: It could just be PR. I understand why Koreans Mm -hmm. are probably like, well, if you had that, if you said that thing that you did and it was very, like, the whole situation was just Bizarre, and like you know, he said it in Korean, so I kind of understand if like he donated to Korean place first. Like honestly, it's really weird to me that he's donating to one versus the other. But it Mm -hmm. could be because Japan is getting hit so much harder, and the Korean government has actually like allotted masks properly, and like there's not the the need
0: necessarily. But it's it's a little weird that he didn't. The interesting thing is with the article the source article which just to note it is an all k-pop article no, I'm not clicking on um that. but it's and it's heavily Jae Jung biased they're claiming that Jae Jung was it's heavily the article is kind of interesting in the sense it's heavily Jae Jun biased. I mean all K-pop isn't is Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but they're saying that um you know on his you know, to kind of support the argument that Daejeon is not just helping Japan. They said that he did donate to help send masks for Wuhan coronavirus in late January and donated to the Korean Hope Bridge National Disaster Relief Association to aid coronavirus prevention in late February. Um, And so the whole, like, the whole, like, goal of this article is basically them saying that you know, Jayden has helped, you know, before, but he didn't want to talk about it, you know, because he didn't want it to be out in public. And they're also saying that his whole April 1st coronavirus Go. prank or joke or whatever it was supposed to be was his way of um you know, making people more aware of the disease. And their way of like supporting that is that they're saying that um, because the Surgeon General of the United States said we want everyone to act as if they have COVID-19, that is what can protect us. Like, that's what they're kind of using as a support for their argument that Jae June did it as like coronavirus awareness. And it was all just a mix up.
2: Uh, That sounds overly
1: complicated. Yeah, this is
2: not a classic <laughs> mix up situation.
1: Yeah, it sounds extremely contrived. And I mean, the joke was stupid, yes. He shouldn't have done it. People are dying. Like Krona is like Rona is not a joke. Like, let's be real. Um but to hate she him him. For, yeah, like but to hate hate him for donating to people in need is just kind of um, especially as you like mentioned like before, like Korea's response to Krona has been so so stringently done and organized that they were able to sort of contain it in a lot of ways that many countries were not and so maybe they like in that way he felt like they didn't really need the resources as much um and that's why he decided to donate to another charity that in the country that he's living in and that he's working in and it's like i mean i get it i get it from a korean perspective i'm not korean but like i can get it like why somebody in korea would feel a little bit salty about something like that uh, but at the same time, like, I can't, I can't fault somebody for doing something good. Like, I just, like, I don't know. I just can't, I can't really do it. So, um, I did make a joke though, that like, he pretty much doesn't want to have a career in Korea anymore. And that's why he did it. <laughs> it was just like, ah, screw people. Oh no. Um, <laughs> you know, um, TVXQ, like they're the golden boys, the ones who stayed with SM, the ones who are scandal free for the most part that I know of. Um and J Y J is just like a hotbed of just mess, unfortunately. And it gets worse, especially with um what's his face? The toilet guy, um and everything like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so I I feel like it, it like what he does also sort of reflects on the rest of JYJ. And then so you add that and then with you know the, the April Fool's Day joke and with this, I mean there's not really much coming back from it right now. Maybe he's just staying in Japan for a bit, you know, until it simmers down and then try again in Korea.
0: Well, apparently, and again, I am getting this from A-K-pop, but they claim that his Korean variety show, Travel Buddies, uh, that I guess he was supposed to be doing, there were rumors it was canceled, but he said that but they said that his Korean show aired on TV is scheduled so um i guess you know maybe he's still going to try to you know come back ease back into Korean media perhaps so i don't know
2: i i do think on the one hand like uh, he it's not like he's doing something bad with these masks but at the same time, like, I don't think Korea is, I said this when it first happened, I don't think they're going to forgive him. I just don't think this is something he can come back from. Um, and then when you also take into account, like, the type of, like, nationalism that people can get in times like this. I mean, we've seen, you know, at least I have. I don't know about you guys, but on the news and, and on these all these reports of, like, I know people just can get really nationalistic in times like this, especially in cultures that are already kind of like oriented that way, um, to the point where like I could see how somebody could see this as like a oh so you wouldn't do this for your own but you do. you know what I mean I can see how somebody would think like that just because we're living in what every TV commercial these days is calling uncertain times. So, <laughs> um,
3: I I my not, my thought isn't necessarily on this situation. Like I think like I kind of hate that idols. Like, donate publicly. Like, I think people in general, like, if you're donating and it's a PR and like it gets out to the PR department, it's just kind of meh. I mean, not that like people, you know, people would go to like fundraisers and stuff here and like that's, you know, also PRE, but like it's different kind of like when you're making a point of it, especially right after he did that. Like, if he had done it quietly and it turned out like two years later or something, I kind of would be better okay with it. But just because I just think. I just think like idols in general use donations as a PR issue. And it's just kind of a little bit like it feels kind of iffy to me because I've worked in nonprofits and like not that it's like a bad thing to have a celebrity donor. Celebrity donors are amazing. Every single nonprofit should have tons of them. So thank you, K-pop idols, for being nonprofit celebrity donors. Um, but like, especially right now with this situation with him, like he I don't I mean, I guess he probably thought it was a a good Frank to raise awareness, but it just seems kind of like uh, maybe think more about this. Like who's, who's his PR team. I don't really know, but I, I also disagree that he might not be able to make a career back in Korea. Cause people used to really like him as an actor. Cause he's just so good.
2: He was in protect the boss, which is one of my favorite dramas of all time. Such a good drama. Yeah. Like but you app. don't think that like, you know, we've seen at least from my limited, very limited experience. I've seen like many times, Korean, um, like fans and stuff, they've canceled their artists for lesser reasons. And this oh, is yeah. a, like a much bigger.
3: For, <laughs> for sure, but I think, like, um, like, I think not necessarily if he apologizes or something, like, I think people really still love the idea of old TV ex-cue, And just because Yuchun is literally a piece of toilet, um, like, I think that, like, some people still might cling to that, like, so, you know, if mm. he were to, like, do it with Max, like, I think that would, you know, like, the nostalgia would be enough for some people to, like, give him a pass for this. And also, like, at the end of the day, his stupid prank was stupid. Like, it was just stupid. He didn't harm anyone with it. And, like, he wasn't abusive. And we've seen from other idols who are associated, Because, like, you know, when I listen to Big Bang now or when I listen to Beast now. Oh, Beast. I hurt hurt so much because of you Anyway, like, but people still, you know. People aren't canceling necessarily those people because they're associated with them.
2: You in, know in what?
3: A Like some yeah. of them are. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might affect his career. Like we've seen. You know, Tiffany's career got ruined because of a freaking Snapchat filter. Um, what? Tiffany Girls Generation.
2: Yeah, no, I know who she is. I just don't know anything about this. She, she put up the wrong flag. Yeah,
3: she's. It wasn't well, the wrong flag on Korean mm-hmm. Liberation Day. She used a Snapchat or Instagram filter while in Japan that happened to be the rising sun flag. And either she didn't know. Yeah, so like oh. she probably, yeah, so Koreans were all mad saying that she wasn't educated and it ruined her career. I, 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 I do think, agree with your point. Like, I, I see what you're saying.
0: Yes. What's next? Super M's performance? Yes. the One World Relief Concert. Did What's anyone so- see it? I have not yes. seen it. It's adorable.
3: I'm glad it's, so it's very
0: cute. What do we think about them getting the chance to perform there? Was that a huge opportunity?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, about I, I don't know what the scope is. Yeah, I don't really know like what the scope of that whole situation is for it to be like a huge opportunity. Um, mostly because I haven't watched really any other performance. Outside of like Tori Kelly and and what she's been doing (laughs) on Instagram.
0: It was Alicia Keys, Billie Eilish, Celine Dion, Elton John, Jennifer Lopez, John Legend, Casey Musgraves, Lizzo.
2: So that does that. I mean, it sounds like there were A-list like people on there. Yeah.
0: Right. So I think I think it's unclear
3: how many people were like watching per artist rather than like the whole 8 hour right. stream so is it a good opportunity if you know just your fans are tuned in I'm guessing like not just their fans tuned in but apparently right after they finished there was a huge drop
2: Oh yeah cuz when i tuned in um it i didn't even realize they had already performed and there were only like 500,000 people on this stream and i was shocked
1: Uh yeah i know it was cute i mean it was cute it was fun put a smile on my face which is what it was
2: supposed to do i enjoyed it i love super M I I love Black- Tenmin cook, I love watching them all do different things. Cook is working out, <laughs> and I think that they sounded good despite being like I don't know, I don't know where everybody's at right now. Like I think, I think are they all in Korea? They're all in Korea. Yeah, last time I checked, I, yeah, know. I didn't because I, I thought Wavy was not in Korea right now. but Korea's, I'm probably
3: Wavy is always in Korea. Wavy does not live in China.
2: Well, I mean, they were literally performing their songs on Korean music shows.
1: I was so confused about it, to be honest. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. wait. Are I don't
2: know, you know, know what FM wants Wavy to be because I feel like they do more promotion in Korea.
3: I saw Maybe. Wavy in Korea, and it was the best day of my life. Aww. They
0: look very, good.
2: they look Aww. fantastic. All right, well, yeah. So we loved it. We were gonna watch it, but it's we don't have time for that. So we loved it. What's next?
0: Red Velvet. Oh, is reportedly launching no their first what? subunit. SM Entertainment released a no. statement saying that Sogi and Irene are preparing their first unit album. The release date will be revealed once it's finalized. So wait
1: do you, Irene Do oh. not like
0: Red Velvet? Why are you saying no? I might no, like, like
2: no. I have I have the weirdest relationship with red velvet. they the best. I really like okay. It's so strange. We were just talking about this last episode too. I was going through my plays and I realized like a lot of my Girl Group songs are red velvet songs and I don't know how that happened. Because
0: they have good discography. They have really good discography. Mm -hmm. Their velvet discography. Which I just greatly I greatly prefer their velvet songs. I think those are easy. But the red albums not. I just feel like
2: okay, look. I know that Soulgi is like the this is from what I have heard from Rev Rev Loves. Re Yeah. Um, that apparently Sohee is the second strongest vocalist. That is not a good look, though, because I don't think I think that. And for all of my qualms with Wendy, she actually like is a very strong vocalist in that group. I just don't understand like what is this unit going to give me? Like, I don't understand the kind of music they would even bring me.
1: I'll say that all I have to say about this subject,
2: I mean, I'm going to definitely still listen to
1: it because it oh, is a lot of project. And I do like Sogi Sil- and I do like Irene. But my first thought when I heard that they were going to be in a subunit was, who, like, was that there would be no singing. And I mean, I'm not saying that Sogi is a bad vocalist. I just I'm not a huge fan of her tone. And Me I think neither. that Wendy is such a good vocalist that there is a big gap definitely between her and the other members and um, like I feel like uh, Tamar had mentioned S um, OGG for the SNSD um, subunit and I think that they probably would drop something similar to that because they had two vocalists which were Tian and Sunny and then the rest of the girls were like more of a rappy kind of thing Um, and I feel like in this regard they'll probably do the same thing where Irene it's going to be like Right, like maybe half singing, half rapping, or maybe more rapping than singing. It's definitely not going to be like Sister Nineteen, or you know, like it's not going to be like uh, you know My Boy or anything like that. You know, it's 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 going to be its own thing, I think. And I don't think it's going to be a bad thing per se. Um, I just don't think that they'll. I and though no, I will say, in defense of the singing of the other girls, while Wendy has been gone, they have had to step up. And step in um, yeah that's true and, that's right. and i i haven't seen anything i mean i haven't really looked for any or anything either but i haven't seen the things that i have seen have not been terrible or bad so it right. could be it could be and Solgi is also a very hard worker with everything that she does so i can see her really trying to like improve to be at a certain level for
2: the music that they want to make so
1: you yeah. know be better I mean, but it could um, not be great
2: i would say like that like I guess with EXO, they did do Chanyeol and Sehun, which is like an unexpected kind of thing. And apparently it? that did really well. Was it unexpected? Yeah, yeah, I Yeah, it was a
3: weird. Neither of them are like top tier EXO.
1: No, but like I always assumed that if they were ever like if they do a subunit and like I assume that they would do a rap one, it would be those two. Like I, I just always see them like as a unit in a lot of ways. It made more sense actually than like EXO uh CB, cbx yeah or C D X or whatever like it made much more sense than that because i thought that was a little bit more random than anything but yeah sc like that that was just like oh yeah they finally did it i get it kind of thing but yeah
2: what are you gonna say tomorrow
3: um i just i i feel like <laughs> like i really do like sookie's voice and i really like Irene Irene. like and sookie are actually Actually, I really like her both. Um, I like them all, but I think Wendy is such a significantly better like she's just so talented that the rest of them haven't necessarily like not even like shown their, their voices, but like they don't have to show their voices. So I think putting them on their own might be really interesting. Like it'll be like really I think a unique experience to see. But I think Silky I think Silky's gonna impress people like how Tim and impressed people with his solo stuff. Like she has that hard work that dedication that charisma and she has the potential and i think irene i mean i like irene's tone but she's definitely i wouldn't be like putting irene i wouldn't pit irene against wendy wendy any day and soggy barely but like i think that they're both talented in ways that like maybe we haven't seen yet so giving them something like ogg could be a really interesting like adventure so i'm kind of down for it i hope it's good i didn't like the chanyeo and Se-Hun thing particularly. But it's cute and fun. So it, it's. I think it's just nice to get to see units. I missed when every K-pop group used to have units.
2: <laughs>
3: you could see so much more production.
2: Hey, well, that's why we, you have to stay in Seventeen.
0: I love Seventeen. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so it was a rumor that was going around that they... Mazda X's Kihyun and WJSN's Dona were reportedly in... A relationship for about five years. Um, that was reported by Sports Chosen. Um And of course, it got around uh, and everyone was talking about it, but Starship released a statement denying the news. Um, they said that Kihyun and Bona are just a senior and junior of the same agency. It is not true that they dated for five years or went on a trip together. Um, I'm impressed.
1: If they were dating for five years, (laughs) I'm very impressed because uh, with the way that these K-pop fans can sometimes uh, quote-unquote stalk their idols, I would assume that you know they would have been caught. Or, um, shoot, what's the name of that um, that Korean uh, media source that sort of outs everybody? uh, Dispatch. Dispatch. I'm surprised they weren't like a dispatch New Year couple, you know, like that would have been there, a situation.
3: There wasn't a New Year couple this year.
1: There wasn't, no. 2020 was no. all out of whack in so many ways.
3: There was something going on in Korea, so they didn't want to release a. a oh, it was uh, was it Guhara After Guhara and Sully, they decided not to.
2: Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, um, I'm not impressed. Um, And the reason why is because after chin, nothing impresses me. Kim <laughs> have a whole entire child.
1: Okay. Do you, you guys,
3: like, care about this stuff, though? Because I don't... Not I really. pers- Like, I think like, <laughs> I, okay, everybody, I think every single person, or not everybody, because some people don't, but, like, I think a lot of people, including myself, you know, we love gossip. We love dating news. But, like, I'm happy for these people, and I don't care, and I don't want it to affect their career. Absolutely. And, like, I tweeted something about this, just, like, I said something about how Korean media. Um, tends to like if something political is going on there's a lot of entertainment news that it happens to be big news and this happened just as like America was reporting that Kim Jong-un is dying and suddenly this dating news and the Irene and Sookie and people were mad at me for saying the word a Korean idol is dating and people made me like they got so mad at me and I was just like if you if that's the response if you think this can ruin the career and I saw a journalist who I respect a friend of mine she said she we had a conversation about she's convinced that someone is leaking this monster X like scandals and news to like ruin their like career and Mm -hmm. she like listed out all this stuff and like she's a a legit journalist and I was like well I see your point of view and like why your analysis would make you think that Um, but like apparently fans are really concerned that someone is out to get like Monster X and Like I don't know if I believe that, but they have had like a whole
2: slew of yeah. a lot of
3: really terrible. No, men. I've seen. Yeah, I actually saw see, that theory. But, like I've,
2: I've seen a lot of people who have that theory. So, so like right, I don't care about dating,
3: but I don't want their career to be ruined because. No, I mean, it's no, I, If you're asking,
2: like, if you're asking, do I care? Like on a personal level, no, it doesn't no. affect me. I, I mean, it's news, I so I'm going to talk forgotten. about it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I'm going to yeah. talk about it, and I think that like when. I think that when we've covered stuff like this on our show, we don't really we tend to more so focus on like why it's ridiculous that it's like news anyway it's versus so like People the whole it. idea of like caring about oh, you know, I don't know, like I don't think like we, don't, we, we don't really approach it in a sense that like, like it's a bad thing. We have a thing. healthy <laughs> separation
0: between us and the idols and you know, we don't view K-pop as this kind of like extension of ourself and you know, see the idols as, you know, fantasy figures. I mean we So you saw that thread today too? What thread? Oh, there was a thread on that. Huh. Um, on what?
3: On uh, like um on how fans like to can't take criticism because they see um like their relationship with idols as an extension of self and so oh, criticizing them I feel like we talk about yeah, this yeah. on our own I, well, I mean it's it's I mean like it's not a I just it's just happened to be for, like, yeah. saying, like, phrase by phrase what she had said in a... Th- in oh. a someone had said in a thread oh. today. I was going oh, around the too buddy
2: really it. Oh, I, I mean, no. <laughs> if,
3: if you already talk about this stuff, who cares? Like,
2: you know what it's about. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I haven't seen
0: it. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it at all. But, I mean, I've seen people kind of discuss or we I mean, discuss it in other places because it seems like the most, like, people there, the most, like involved you know with it it's like it's almost like a personal like a lot of the really dedicated fans it's like a personal thing almost like mm-hmm. if an if idol dates or something like that it's like personally a, a personal affront to them you know and honestly uh,
2: even in even the even like alleging that an idol could possibly be dating somebody is yeah. like yeah it, it's like they just I don't understand that, like but that's uh, the thing
0: is like all legions of fans do care, that's why they leak it because they know that they'll oh care.
2: well, yeah, 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 but I mean, like it it just I don't know, it just makes me feel like how miserable are you in your life that you don't like that you care that much about your idol being happy in a way that has nothing to do with you, you know, like
0: I've I don't never know it's understood that. like that is the like the question like the one question like I've been trying to kind of like answer is like, how, how do you get to that point? Like where it's, you know, where you are spending hours upon hours streaming videos and, you know, using VPNs and spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars and like your whole life like revolves around this person that, I mean, doesn't, it's okay to exist. be. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to be a fan, but then, you know, you you get into this space where it's like you, you know, these people they're like, you know, the streamers where I've heard like they have these like streaming groups, and it's like, if you don't stream for a certain amount of hours, like for a certain groups, like you'll get in trouble, and like they have shifts, and it's like a job, and I just I don't get it.
2: Well, it's like parasocial relationships, you know. Like they talk about this a lot, but just you know, people just form an attachment to stuff. I don't know. it, it But to answer your question tomorrow, like I don't personally care. No. <laughs> oh no, but, that was that wasn't. Sorry, I should have
3: said like in terms of why that wasn't like a real question aimed at you guys. That was more at general people who care about this stuff. Oh,
2: you yeah, know, okay. I don't think
3: you guys are like morally offended by idols dating. I wouldn't. No cares. Right,
2: I know. We literally had a whole conversation earlier about Taiman being a dad. Like, come on now.
3: Like (laughs) honestly, I'm still. I mean, I I understand the perception of fans. Like, you hid something from us, but not really. Like, it's kind of weird to me. Like, I don't. Mm -hmm. You're a celebrity. Why do I care what you do in your personal time? But like, I like. I understand idols who you know are talking about like oh my love is only for you but Chen was never one of those people I don't know how it got to Chen but Chen was never one of those people and like who cares if he has a relationship he was always like I'm not gonna go on Instagram because my personal life is not for you and he was very clear about that so I think it's even weirder that his fans got upset and I think Hmm. for Keon and Bona it was weird just because i mean, first of all the five-year thing was just weird i think everyone was just like there's no way this is real because that's like too much for k-pop like not possible and she hadn't even debuted five years ago so like it was just too strange but
2: yeah i mean it is a a funny situation but i mean and i actually think it's funny um (laughs) just because the idea of like I don't know. It just reminds me of Edon and Hannah. Like the idea of somebody hiding their relationship for such a long time. No, it's not funny if they have to do that, but it's funny because it's like, I don't know. I just imagine in my head like them sneaking around. I don't know. It's just kind of a funny visualization. So
0: looking back on Hannah and Edan, they didn't really hide it very well. Not at all. (laughs) They (laughs) were
2: like,
3: they were like, hey, we we are dating. Look at our music video. Um, Yeah, we're dating. That's it.
2: Honestly, iconic, but you know, I, I, I wish, I don't know. I wish idols didn't, I guess, like feel the need to like hide these things. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, we celebrated when Beyonce was, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. People have their objections to her relationship with her husband for whatever, you know, for reasons that I, I don't really want to go into, but um, in terms of, you know, her being an artist, and then having a relationship and a family, nobody cares. Like nobody cares.
3: Older K-pop idols usually don't have those issues either, because their fans kind of are recognize that. Like you know, these are so these are people too. Like they have careers. These are their careers and stuff. But it does mm-hmm. seem like active idols, like really young ones, tend to be more of the issue. But then again, EXO is older. And Sungmin and Super Junior was older, so.
2: Oh yeah, the guy who um was <laughs> like who got married in Super Junior, yeah, right? He got married. You know, that's why I was so shocked to find out that Taeyong was married from Big Bang a couple weeks but ago. Taeyong,
3: Taeyong got married. It wasn't like right. He, oh yeah, I mean, like yeah, but people didn't care. Big Bang fans are so chill.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was so shocked because I was like, I definitely expected that there will be more outrage because I was so used to K-pop stands being outraged or stuff like that.
1: We sure. actually don't care. GAPs generally, don't. like, are you making more music? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, really need. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I
3: think SM stands have historically been able to get SM to make accommodations when they protested. So I think yeah. that's why SM fans think, like, if we protest, you will kick him out. And that's what happened with Sung
2: Have you seen the uh, video of the chin stands protest? <laughs> yes. I can imagine. With, uh, with like, ticket signs. And I'm like, and they had their faces covered and everything. And I'm covered. like, really like, exciting they tried to
1: like pay to get some ads on some buses and like yes yeah um chin's hometown and the the company was like no no thank you so i mean it has been a farce altogether uh s sme said uh we hear you we just don't care um (laughs) which is what they should have done
3: when this happened for super junior and they they kind of like just like made a big mistake i mean like on a on a like Level oh. of like management that was really dumb,
1: um I agree, I definitely agree, but I also think super junior fans are a little bit more passionate, like I know exO fans are passionate, but super junior fans, even to this day are like so. level, yeah, so I'm not surprised that they were just Honestly,
2: like exo fandom seems a little like there right now
1: it kind of yeah it it you know what it is Exo fandom was small it grew really big no in the beginning in the beginning I don't think it was very big I don't remember fans were
3: the worst for so long no no it it was in the middle
1: in the middle of like when they got really big and when they were like especially competing against Big Bang and stuff like that oh yeah Uh, I I remember them being the worst and then BTS came around and then it Mm. sort of started to deep
2: yeah Honestly, I feel like we created a monster because Wait. so many huh, monster. So many people, so many people were wanting a group to come around to knock EXO um, down a few picks and then when that actually happened, we see what happened, right? Okay, but so like, it's like instant regret.
3: It's always just big fans, like you know, like Nikki's fans, Ariana's fans, like big yeah. big fandoms are always kind of like I mean, because you know, just with all the good, there's also bad, like toxicity yeah. and stuff. So like, I mean. Uh, You know, with all the toxicity and fandom spaces, there's also a lot of good. Like, we get to meet friends and have podcasts with them for four and a half hours. Wow. (laughs) All Um, right. Are we satisfied with our conversation about Keon and Bona?
1: Yeah. I mean, if it's true, uh, honestly, I have nothing but props for you and your five year relationship because uh, that's amazing. It's impressive. They need to. to, I mean, they deny it. Well, I mean, a lot of people deny things at first, too. So. it's probably not true but if it is true write a book sell it to other idols get them in the know
0: reveal everything
1: yes but if it's not true then hey i did kind of kind of think for a second that somebody was out to get must x because of all the bad news too so it's not kind of out of left field that people think that way but i kind of
3: don't believe it but it's still kind of yeah
1: It's kind of weird how all of this has sort of shaken up with Monster X. I still love them, so it's okay. You're
0: but anyways, yes,
1: um, Ash.
0: yes, well, I would like to thank Tamar very much for sticking with us. Was so much fun. I wish I could stay for hours <laughs> through this entire podcast. It was great having you here. Come. Um, once again, you can find Not Your Average Netizens on all your social media platforms. We're on Twitter at NYA We're, um, on Facebook and Not Your Average Netizens, um, Instagram and Not Your Average Netizens. And we, um, our podcast is on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes. SoundCloud. Um, Everywhere. Yes, Google Podcasts, all those good things. So, yes.
2: Where can Ooh. the people find you, Tamar? Oh,
0: um, yes. You can find me on Twitter at TamarWrites. I'm reading my articles at Forbes and Billboard. Okay. And are there any shout-outs? Any last words?
2: Shout-out to Jungkook. You already know every episode.
0: Shout-out to Jungkook's long hair.
2: Yeah. That he doesn't <sighs> yeah. have any
0: long hair. Great hair. Great hair.
1: Yeah. Um, shout out to A Pink. Definitely. Um still feeling you, still loving you. Shout out to Bleach, I'm almost done. Okay. I have one more season left to go. Out of sixteen seasons, I'm very proud of myself. Uh and shout out to community, because that's what I'm gonna be watching next.
3: Oh, I just started watching it for the first oh, time. It's so for pl- the first time?
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh my god, it's such a it's one of my favorite shows of all time.
3: I went just to CUNY, so I thought I couldn't watch it because it hit too close to home and it oh. does. But it's great.
1: Yes, you're gonna love it so much. I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna rewatch watch it too afterwards because all six seasons are on Netflix. But yes. Enjoy. Uh but uh and shout out to everybody here. Shout out to us, shout out to you guys this for with us this is a short day <laughs> but shout out to the viewers um if you guys have any questions always feel free to reach out to us on all of the platforms that have been mentioned
0: yeah. drop us a line like your average netizens at gmail.com
2: yeah and with that we uh bid our farewell- farewells yeah goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. Bye.
3: Stay Bye. Stay
0: well everybody